Have the Coyotes finally decided to buy some land in the state? Or is their time here limited? We'll discuss today. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes. Today's episode brought to you by Bird Dogs. Just an amazing shorts. Go ahead, Bird Dogs. Go ahead and go to uh, birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. Enter the promo code LockedOnNHL for a free white tech hat with every order. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you that. we got a great show for you guys on today's episode. I'm Robin Leonio alongside Matthew Jacobson. Alex Morello, Matthew, mm-hmm. has submitted a uh, ex or what's the term? Executed an intent to purchase land. Yeah, letter of intent is the technical legal terminology yeah. we're working with here. There we go. <laughs> a letter of intent to purchase land in Mesa. Uh, I don't. Is it? Is, is it? First of all, is it exciting that they're making steps forward? It is still really, really early, um, but I'm glad we're finally getting developments. Yeah, and, and look, this I, I've said it before uh, in some coverage on this, but I, I want to reiterate it right here on the Locked On Coyotes show. This is how Morello earns back the trust of the fan base. This It's by actions, because this shows not only that the negotiations have been going on, we already know negotiations have been going on, and this at least confirms two, because you had uh, Craig Morgan reporting on the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian Community negotiations, which have since gone silent, but that does not mean that they are dead. It just means that they're kind of on pause, essentially. Keep them in the back pocket, if you will. But then this letter of intent, is right now it's not only backing up what Javier said, but it's providing that action, that showing the intent and showing that, yeah, negotiations have happened to the point where they are filing paperwork, which is not legally binding, but this does set up the groundwork uh, and the outline of the arrangements when they become legally binding. So while an LOI is not legally binding, it's that step or two before a binding contract. So if they're already at this step with this parcel of land, and, and Craig Morgan also said you will probably see more of this down the line. What if you see the other two or three parcels of land they want, the LOIs go out in the next couple of weeks? And then you really start to see this materialize. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I was thinking about when you talked about stuff that's legally binding, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, that was also the first step that um, we're, and we're crossing over on a sport here that the uh, the Oakland A's made when they uh, set the purchase land in, in uh, Las Vegas. They did. That was the... Uh... Were they saying it wasn't circus circus? It was the land directly across the highway uh, from where the strip is at, and they backed out of that because they were still in negotiations with Bally's or whoever owns the, the Tropicana. But it just shows you right there, it's not legally binding, but it also is a direct uh, a production of negotiations and them hitting a certain uh, threshold or a certain part of the process. So. 
and so again, it is really early, and you know, there are a lot to be. There's a lot to dis, to kind of go over and say like, but and see where it, where it's going. But I think I'm like I said, I'm glad we're in this step. Um, and you said it, you know, good, you know, like Alex Morello is making all the right steps to regain trust. He's, you know, I, I think this level of transparency, get you know, allowing us to get the updates as much as possible right, without, you know, rather than keeping us dead silent until a plant, until like an, a preliminary plan is in set. They're like, all right, here, here are all the steps that we're taking. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm going to be very, very careful of the next words out of my mouth, but uh, with, with reports that Morello had essentially personally reassured um, that, that this was going to happen, they were going to get this arena done, uh, talk is cheap. And even though the, those reports at the time were very good to hear, when you actually see this action starting to happen, and it's little tidbits, that is, and that's also taken from Craig Morgan, little tidbits throughout the offseason. That's what you want to see because it shows that action. It shows that they that there's the action associated with the apology, action associated with the promise right yeah. there. And I, I love it. And I guarantee you're going to love the location of where they want to build this. Yep. We'll get to that <laughs> in a little bit, though. Um, but I think, um, you know, one one of the things that that I'll say too is I, it's early August, and I think they wanted to at least unveil some some kind of plan by training camp, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. That, that so was, depending on the reports about, you listen to, <laughs> what's that? depending on the reports you listen to, depending on the reports you're listening specific to, yes. people, I can't, it's, it's not, they haven't said themselves they want to be by a training camp, but it is, that is what the understanding is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, but that kind of plays into it. So I think that this could very well be a likely spot. And again, I think the 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 most important part is that they said that that like while they're putting a letter of intent here, they're not done. They're still actively having conversations with other sites. I think other sites and still Mesa, other potential sites in Mesa, as mm-hmm. well as in, uh, in in Scottsdale and where else was Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix, Mesa, Scottsdale, the 101 corridor was specifically mentioned by Javier uh, at the draft. And then I, I I think I have the quote right here where they were talking specifically about the East Valley. Quote, the Coyotes remain committed to building the first privately funded sports facility in Arizona history and ensuring the Valley as the club's permanent home. In addition to this property uh, in Mesa, the club will continue to explore other possible sites in the East Valley and they did specifically, they would continue with Mesa, um, Scottsdale, and Phoenix, which is huge because the it, it confirms every single report from Craig Morgan to the, the couple of nationals that actually do get things right when they actually have some good sources, that they do not want the all your eggs in one basket. While that was logical for Tempe, because that is, and that was and still is, the perfect parcel, all right, but now you don't have that. So you want to have as many eggs in different baskets as possible. So that way, if the bottom falls out of basket A and B, you got C, D, and E right there. Yep. 
of course you don't want you you hope that you don't get to like e because then you're really kind of nervous um, <laughs> then you're going to fiesta mall <laughs> even you know, I haven't been down there in a minute. I heard it's. I heard the demolish process is actually going pretty. Yep, I think it started July seventeenth. I was looking it up last night for for a video to cite a source. It was July seventeenth. The demolition started, and I'm like, "Huh, interesting." Even though Craig Morgan shot that down, keep it in the, keep it in your back pocket for Plan E or or F. <laughs> yeah, it'll be something to think about, but that might not be something we'll talk about when it comes to the location for this site. We'll probably do some speculations about that in just a moment but first we're going to take a quick word from our sponsors on the show and today's episode is brought to you by bird dogs are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to your active wear introducing bird dogs the game changer in athletic shorts picture this premium shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort bird dogs are here to revolutionize your workout routine with a unique built-in liner these shorts offer the ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable even during the most intense workouts. And here's the best part. Bird dogs are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take you from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. Designs of pockets that actually work. Bird dogs give you ample space to store your essentials while you're on the move. They're made with premium breathable fabric that keep you cool and dry throughout all your activities, perfect for the trails, the gym, or simply just lounging around Bird dogs are these shorts that you have been searching for. Order your pair of bird dogs today and join the thousand dissatisfied customers who have made the switch. Visit birddogs.com slash locked on NHL. Enter the promo code locked on NHL and get a free white tech hat with every order. Bird dogs, with style meets comfort, performance meets perfection. You will not want to take these shorts off. We promise you. All right, Matt. Let's get to some speculation about about some sites mm-hmm. because they just because to the uh, statement and to what everyone's been saying, the only information that we know is Mesa. That's all we know. No other information. <laughs> Actually, we do have a little bit more. All right, because I I hyperfixate and uh, I, I love my job because I, I can just find little other things to do away from the group and listen to podcasts. Right. Craig Morgan did give out a couple of small tidbits, um, and I did not read these anywhere else. I'm going to assume it was just stuff that was confirmed uh, from his other sources. Northwest Mesa, and he did say, this should be an exact quote, but I'll just say paraphrase in case I jumble up a couple of words, but it's about five minutes away from where they would have been with the TED. And that oh, was yeah. the couple bits of tidbits that he that was said on the show earlier today. Now, uh, I, I I listened to that like four or five times throughout because I was doing this and that, and and you know the the volume wasn't quite high enough. So if something was taken out of context, there's an asterisk. But those were the things that were specifically said on on that show uh, by by Mr. Morgan. So that should give us at least a little bit because it sounds this- like it should be close to where the rising used to play. It sounds like it should be along that same corridor. I think that seems about right. North And you said Northwest Mesa. So yeah, that works perfectly. I think this really plays out into one of the ones that we've been talking about for quite a while now. And it almost now pretty much confirms all of what, like it all but confirms 
a site that I've, you know, thought of in terms of that site right off of uh, Mesa Riverview, or mm-hmm. right behind the Mesa Riverview Shopping Center that is currently like a quarry. Um, off of uh, just north of Rio Salado and Alma School. I was like, is it the 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 Johnson Materials? Because I was lo- I was yes. looking at that one. Yep, exactly. It's that one. Because well, while we have no confirmation they are interested in selling that land, when you start saying again, even just those two tidbits out of context, Northwest Mesa and about five minutes away from where they would have been at the TED. You just follow that freeway. Essentially, you just go a little bit further east on that just freeway. Follow just follow Rio Salado. That's all you have to do. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I I like that we're getting this close because I, I did have a comment on my video that was like, oh, well, it's not legally binding, so it means almost nothing. And it's like, of course it's not legally binding. It's not the agreement yet. But what do you mean it means almost nothing? It's the action associated with the promise. It's the action that they, hey, we were going to do this, and now they're actually filling out that paperwork and putting in letters of intent, and it shows the fruits of the negotiations. And and not and not only that, um, sub- submitting of a letter of intent means that you know negotiations and and uh, discussions have been put in place already. Mm-hmm. Like there are discussions already happening before the letter of intent was executed. So, like, because what, like, if if this is the site we're talking about, you know, it is currently owned, like you said, by like Johnson Materials or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Merlo can't just go and be like, "Hey, I'm just going to buy this land." Like, they'd be like, "What? It's not what? for sale. You, you haven't even called no. me. What? It, <laughs> it's what are you on about?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, AZ, I'm buying your house. When the hell did I say it was on the market? (laughs) (laughs) Did you you haven't even called? You don't even have my number. You don't even have my facts. (laughs) Like, where did that come? Where did this all come from? But yeah, so there had to be some level of discussion um, to lead up to it. So, um, but it makes sense, right? It just Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, it does. And it's a pretty nice parcel because it also it wraps around the mountain, doesn't it? So along it follows the freeway, it wraps does around go, that mountain. Um I mean it's South Mountain, know. isn't it? Or is it Red Mountain? Red Mountain? It's on yeah, it's on two, right off of two oh two Red Mountain. That would be a pretty nice backdrop for the uh for the establishing shots. The site, it would look nice. Not quite Tempe, but it would look nice. Yeah, it would. It would look pretty nice. Um, plus, what they, uh, from our understanding from the early from some of the reports, the uh, the land is for forty one acres, yeah. right? They said forty one. That's been quoted multiple times. Yeah, so forty one acres, um, which is what about a little bit smaller than the Ted. I, actually, I can look that up real quick. I think Ted was like close to 50. 46 acres. So it's about just five acres smaller. Yep. So you can still essentially do everything you wanted to. Let's say you cut like the outdoor theater because you don't have to, you, you don't have to appease the, the snobs over there. <laughs> 
No, you don't. Um, but you know, you're still able to, you know, add in more retail. Um, even though Mesa Review already has a decent amount of uh, decent amount of retail, um, you're sure going to be able to get your your housing. But and everything else, yeah, essentially, you can put everything else in there. Yep. Also, it shouldn't be. Uh, I, I want to pull up the map real quick. Uh, but it shouldn't be in flight paths, or at least in the direct flight path to I where mean, Sky Harbor is. Even if it is, I, I mean, like it is. I mean, since it is along the Salt River, it kind of, you know, it could be like it does line directly with the uh, with the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, it is a considerable amount further east than than the Ted is than the Ted location was, of course. Um, so the risk of you know airplane noise or you know or airplane you know heights and building heights is a lot less all right i followed rio salado you can see have i gone too far looking at riverview baseball complex not you can still go a little bit further all the way to alma school all the way to Elma School. And this is this is exciting because I get to actually learn about the, the East Valley because I'm a <laughs> West Valley boy. I like to this stay is, in my little corner. This is my backyard, Matthew. I can walk there if I wanted to. Because I, I think this is it right here. It should be, yeah, Johnson Stewart Materials, Arizona Propane. This is a nice parcel of land. It's still along the Red Mountain Freeway. Uh, it's right essentially along the Salt River as well. And if I remember the flight paths correctly, I'm trying to line this up with Sky Harbor. So it would still technically be in a flight path, but it won't be in that direct flight uh, path that, that it was listed. And then you have all of this residential single family housing. And if you have single family housing, how are you, you going to complain about multifamily housing? Literally across the street, directly across the street from this uh this this materials which is really funny it reminds me of buckeye arizona where i was delivering auto parts at this big like, quarry and then like across the street you have people living but like there's, like there's a golf course and a bunch of like bougie houses so i i don't know how they'd be able to even try to complain about this i just i i like the area i do i i really like this it's not that far from where the teb would have been it's not that far from where uh, Oceanside was. It's not that far from where the the Rising used to play. This not that far from where the uh, Kachinas play. Yep, and this this actually might be perfect. All right, this in terms of Mesa locations, because Mesa, depending on where at, like I, I understand Fiesta Mall because I had never been there. I drove uh, out to Chandler to go try to find some deals on hats. Got some cool ASU hats, by the way, for ten bucks. Uh, but I, I realized Fiesta Mall is farther than I realized, but it is still more centrally located than Glendale. We stand by that on this show. This yes. is borderline perfect because this this might be the next best physical location. It's still, like, it still is like relatively. I mean, it's like just a little bit off of the 101 corridor, right? Because yeah. that was the, that. That's the key that we're talking about. So it's like right around there. It's really close, right? Literally by where the 101 meets the 202. In that northwest Mesa, on the other side, you have the uh, the uh, SRPMIC, 
and then mm-hmm. just a little bit to the a uh, little bit to the west, you have Tempe. Like it's it's perfect. Um, that would that is the only thing that logically makes sense based off of the um, the bits of the bits of information that we have been able to gather. Yeah, and then also if you if you look around, so if you follow the freeway up Northmore, which is closer towards Scottsdale, I believe. If you follow it up, you will find Arizona Boardwalk, the one of the locations that was rumored. Uh, you'll find Talking Stick Resort. You'll find Odyssey Aquarium. Then you'll find lower down the land that they were in negotiations with, or the what, what should be that land they were in negotiations with. There, so if you zoom out right here in the Scottsdale Mesa Tempe area, they've stayed pretty consistently within this corridor. This probably, if you have the three three points in your map, it's a big old triangle. They've stayed consistently from all of the reports within this area from Tempe to Scottsdale, to Mesa. And I I think that not only does this back up, it continues with the consistency of where they're looking, but it also actually has the available real estate and they these are all doable. These are all technically possible. Want to know what makes this location so much better um, also? What's up? It is not like it... it it, yes, it is privately owned, and um, so that also makes it one um, one one thing that makes it easy to get get the land. But it also, even though it's Mesa, it is technically a county island. Hmm, that is interesting. So, when it comes to when when it comes to all the negotiations and everything put in place, you, there's a lot less. What's the term I'm looking for? Um, potential for issues when it comes to the risk of going to election. Yeah, because the, the the threshold is higher. Do you? I I was gonna make a Bass Pro Shops joke because I thought you were gonna say the uh, one of the upsides of this is a Bass Pro Shops across the street. <laughs> <laughs> but but for me, as someone, this this is not a sponsorship. All right, there is a, bur- I'm not even going to say the name. There's a burger joint that does Charborough burgers. It's a fast food joint that I, I'm addicted to their burgers. And it's like right in the same parking lot. So I can, if I, if I end up uh, getting a media pass, I could just go to this burger joint for, for lunch while I'm hanging out. Oh, I know what you're, t- I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not, but, it's not spot. If you want to sponsor me and give me free burgers, we'll say what it is. But you haven't called us yet. <laughs> well, I I hardly think we're gonna get that call. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that location, though, I I just cannot see any other spot that would make sense based off of again based off of the information that we were given uh if if you look a little bit there is this uh it would depend on who owns this land technically uh it's along the 60 little little further south so it's technically on south 19th ave and lower buckeye road there's this big parcel right here that i think is a recycling plant but then again, I, I am just pointing out like big open areas. It's it's further Wait, where west are you at? than 
Uh, I'm further west than the Sky Harbor International Airport. Because you said you don't know where else it makes sense. I was just looking for big parcels within Phoenix. Oh, I'm talking about within the based on the information that we were given. Oh, yeah. That information, because if you look at it anywhere along the Salt River right here, and I I don't know if you want to do visuals. If not, it is what it is. But there's a Salt River right here. Anywhere along that is either farmland. You could tell it's farmland. Or it might be both as well. Is probably native land. It's probably north of two hundred two Red Mountain. Is the uh, the Indian community? Yeah, this is all their land. There's also mountains here, so you really can't build too much uh, along these mountains, depending on how close you get. But yeah, this this all should be reserve land, so you can't just exactly buy that, and you you could negotiate to build on it. So that eliminates that. Where else are we in Mesa? So right here, Mesa is relatively landlocked. They're not quite Tempe landlocked, but they're relatively. And the only other big piece of land I'm seeing is I'm looking at the 60 and South Harris, but it's behind an elementary school. And I, it's not 41 acres. There's no way that is 41 acres. That's the only big enough parcel I see that like sticks out on the map in Mesa. It's Southeast. Yeah. I mean, I think the only other thing might be like, I think there's a decently, like there's a somewhat empty plot of land, not like empty plots near, um, near Falcon field area. And that's, uh, Northeast. Northeast. Yeah. Just, just North of of Falcon field. That is the only other thing I can Rio Salado and North Riverview. Again, this is not 41 acres, but it's a big empty plot that's right across from Sloan Park. So I guarantee that's owned by someone and going to be developed soon. Like, if you look at it realistically, and, and it's also, if you want to do this from home, go ahead and go on Google Google Maps and, and look at the satellite view. Go to Mesa and zoom out. There aren't very many parcels. And if you look at any of them, this one has three baseball fields. This one is Fletch Park. Uh, this one over here is behind Freeman Farms, and I guarantee that's their farmland. Uh, and none of these look like they're they're forty one acres because they are considerably smaller than this Johnson Stewart plot of land over here along the Salt River and Red Mountain Freeway. Plus, the other thing too that you have to think about is again, either publicly or privately owned land. As well as um, you know, a bunch of other factors that just doesn't make sense. The talk, the, the the spot that we are talking about is the only spot that make that makes sense. Yeah, and there are, uh, I guess, for like a few seconds, I want to talk about this. So there's the original parcel of land over here on McClintock and Rio Salado that the Coyotes wanted to use with their original. Uh, negotiations. Uh, the it used to be you could t- you can still tell actually it used to be a golf course, but now they use the golf course in Scottsdale, so they don't even bother with this. Right across from the shopping center, I don't know why I'm blanking it, but it doesn't really Tempe matter. Marketplace. Tempe Marketplace. Thank you very much, Tempe Marketplace. Uh, this should belong to the Arizona Board of Regents because I believe ASU either surrendered it back or gave them back control. There's land behind that on the other side of Rio Salado. Uh, that is behind the football practice fields. I think that is all being developed as well. 
because I've seen a lot of renderings and whatnot around Mullet Arena and even the old track and field. This is not inside information. If you are at Mullet Arena, you'll see the big renderings. Uh, this the the track and field and the old Packard Stadium are are going as they're going to put like a hotel and some other stuff on it. So a lot of this land is either partially or it is uh, accounted for. Minus yeah, the Board of Regents land right here. I, I don't know it, what they're doing with that. It's always being developed. Everything ev- everything in that area is being developed. Mm-hmm. And that's also Tempe. You don't want to talk about those guys. <laughs> I didn't realize that Sloan Park was this close to where I work. Maybe I need to go check out. Because I, I, the East Valley always confuses me because I, when I was doing like electrical work and whatnot, I, would, I was living at 35th and Northern. I would be a lot of the time in the west part of tempe or i would be anywhere in scottsdale so i would never really go this far and if i was in mesa i would just follow the 202 to wherever i needed to go so it, it always confused me of where some of these locations actually are <laughs> and, as some, and for me as someone that literally lives like you know about a you know three minute drive from mesa riverview from sloan park it's you know, I this this part is I'm I'm just super I, I've been super been able to super uh, what's the term I'm looking for here um, familiarize familiarize myself with. There we go. Hey Craig, I know you don't watch our stuff. I like you. I like Gilbert. Uh, even just comparing Gilbert to Westgate. No, I'm not making that drive. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, Craig, I love you, but no. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, I used to live in Gilbert. My dad had a house in Gilbert. It was around when the, the baseline killer uh, was active. So I had nightmares from looking at the drawings thinking he was going to be in my backyard. But no, I liked to Gilbert. Fair, there's like maybe, maybe he's talking about West Gilbert, like we're bored, but there's, there's still nothing there. There, but, Okay. Like, you know what? All right. There is a parcel right here on Elliot and South Gilbert. Uh, but it, it's labeled Greenfield Junior High, but there's nothing there. So unless it's being constructed right now, there you go. We could put Justin Arena in a parking garage there. <laughs> sure. But really, the intellectuals, they want this building to be built. Uh, where is it? It's it's a great little, it's a great little town. Right here, Florence, Arizona. There's plenty of land out there in Florence. <laughs> Do you know where where Fidense, uh Arizona is, Robin? Where is what? Uh, Fidense, Arizona, Florence. No. But I'm going with the Italian pronunciation. Oh, yes. uh, I know where Florence is. I've uh, I went to uh, Country Thunder one of the years. My wife and I multiple times driving back from where. Where the H E double heck were we? It, this is not relevant, but like we found our way passing through Florence, like coming back. Uh, was it Tombstone? Was it getting to Tombstone? I know it's on the way to Tucson, but we never go through Florence to get to Tucson. I don't know. All those I I passed by it a couple of times, but I always found uh the name interesting because obviously Florence, Italy. So yeah, that there's all your parts of the land right there. Go to Florence, Arizona. You know way what? southeast i'm gonna i'm gonna say bring it maybe a little bit closer matt santan valley just a little bit closer to santan where, valley where is santan valley a little it's, closer it's, uh, southeast of queen creek southeast of queen creek you know what what about the auction community over here by maricopa 
<laughs> I love that. What about what about Arizona? Uh, Arizona. <laughs> There's plenty of land down in Arizona. Why not Gila Bend? I love Gila Bend. I've I had to deliver auto parts to Gila Bend. I love Gila Bend, but that's even further west. <laughs> we, we are over time. We are way over time. I have to cut us off here. <laughs> Gila Fine. Bend, Arizona, 2026, Coyotes New Arena. Uh, any quick final thought before before I close off? Uh, I will see you in Florence in 2026. <laughs> uh, amazing. Well, <laughs> that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube and the Sirius XM radio app. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes. On threads at Locked On Coyotes. On Twitter, now called X, at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matthew Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. As he, I know he bites his tongue. I had to. <laughs> interact with us. Ask the question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Today's episode, hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.